Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, yesterday we were talking about the false prophets, false preachers that were back in the Bible times, and we were talking about how there's such a parallel between that era and our era. Um, and I want to go back to the book of Ezekiel, and I want us to look at a couple of verses. Uh, first of all, I'd like to look at verse 19, because God is speaking to some false prophets. In this case, there's some women prophetesses who were who were making magic charms and and you know telling people that if they wore those magic charms they would be safe and all that kind of thing yeah and we're in chapter 13. we're in chapter 13. so in in verse 19 it says by lying to my people who love to listen to lies you kill those who should not die and you promise life to those who should not live now we skip down to verse 22 and god says to them you have discouraged the righteous with your lies but I didn't want them to be sad. And you have encouraged the wicked by promising them life, even though they continue in their sins. Wow, um, I especially think about that last verse where God said to these false prophets, you have discouraged the righteous by your lies. And God said, I did not want them to be sad. Mm -hmm. And then God said, you have encouraged the ungodly. What do you think about that? Well, that's such a picture of today. And Satan clearly wants to discourage us when we want to live for the Lord. And what the sad thing is, going back to the false prophets, which there are many among us today, they're, they want to encourage people to live a life that um, God can't bless and mm -hmm. promising them life. It's okay. And, you know, you know, uh, goes back to some things we've been talking about in book by book. Um, I think that way of thinking is very old. Clearly, this is ancient times, and it's the same old story. You know, um, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter that you're living a wicked life. Uh, either God's not looking, God doesn't care, uh, God isn't going to hold you accountable. And at the same time, the people who are righteous are portrayed as the wicked, and they're discouraged. They're, everything's flipped around. Well. I feel that today, don't you? Yes, I mean, absolutely. if I know the message is coming from Satan's crowd, I'm not surprised. Yes. I expect God's message to come from God's people. Mm -hmm. But when people claim to be God's crowd and they're giving Satan's message, it mm -hmm. really is discouraging because you're, you're, you're troubled. You're thinking, well, there are people out there who think they're hearing the word of God, but instead they're hearing the word of Satan. Uh, but they think they have a relationship with God, and it, it really is discouraging. I mean, you were reading to me about uh, Christian Music Awards the other night, oh, and then yes. there was this, you know, this so-called Christian singer who is a drag queen. He used to be a worship pastor at a church, and now he's a drag queen, and, and he's, you know, writing these songs with these horrific lyrics, but he claims to be doing Christian music. And, and you look at something like that, and doesn't that just... You know, it just makes you want to, you know, put your head in your hands. But this, the thing of it is, Satan should be recognizable to us. He's, he has only a small bag of tricks, and that's mm -hmm. the same old thing. If, if Satan can pose as God, which is what false prophets essentially are doing right. here, if Satan can pose as God, then he, can, he has a power in the people. He, he creates such confusion. So in that case, it's just like the scripture said. You're discouraging the righteous, creating 
confusion and, and distress on the righteous, and yet you're encouraging the wicked. And that's exactly what he wants well, to do. Well, you know, we see this in the Old Testament, but boy, do we ever see it in the New Testament, because as the church is getting underway, and the New Testament really only had the first hundred years uh, of, the, of the New Testament era. But as you look at that, the, the problem that Paul and Peter and, and James were dealing with in the first century was that there were people who got into the church who claimed to be speaking for God, but they were, they were false prophets. And, and I think there is that factor that Satan always wants to do that. I mean, think about how he came into Eve in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, has God said that you will die if you eat, eat, this, eat this fruit? And Satan said, really, God's trying to keep something back from you, and I'm going to tell you what's good for you. And, of course, we know what happened there. I mean, think about how he approached Jesus. You know, with the temptation of Jesus, he sounded like he was trying to help Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, command these stones to be made bread. You're hungry. You know, jump off the tower and the angels will catch you. People are not recognizing you for who you are. So he quoted scripture. He quoted way. scripture. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. bow down and worship me and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the mm-hmm. world and you won't have to go to the cross. I mean, he, he's making it sound like he's actually trying to help Jesus, but Jesus sorts, you know, he cuts right through that. So one of the one of the uh, tried and true, not true, I hate to even use that word in connection with Satan, but one of the things he repeats over and over is a half-truth. And I think that's where mm-hmm. a lot of people get confused because he'll take half of what's true and then he'll pollute it with his own uh, deceit. Well, you know, and there will always be an attack on God's Word. Yes. You know, yes. You know, and again, we talked about this, I think, recently on Noah's Window. I mean, if you open the book of Genesis, read chapter 1, chapter 2. Mm-hmm. God said, God said, God said, God said. God said, let there be this. God mm-hmm. saw that it was good. God said. What does Satan do when he comes along in chapter 3? Has God said? Mm-hmm. You know? raise a question. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's where Satan always works. Well, it is discouraging to see what's happening in our world today, what's happening in, in American churches. Mm-hmm. But Mary Alice, um, don't you think this is a reason why something like book by book is so important? Yes. Because if you know the Bible for yourself, if you know the Word of God, not based on what some preacher, even including me, mm-hmm. um, not based on what some preacher said, but going into the Word of God and knowing, I mean, it goes back to what I talked about yesterday. You know, God said, if they would have stood in my presence and listened to me, mm-hmm. you know, I would have helped them. And so I think about something like book by book is so important. It is important. And that will be this week. In fact, this is going to air on Tuesday, so it'll be tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't register, it might be uh, too late for child care, but we would love for you to come. And we'll find you a chair, and you can still register, but even if you forget to register, we'll, we'll make room for you. Uh, I was going to call attention to one more thing, and I think you pointed this out in our scripture today. When it's talking about discouraging the righteous, the Bible says God didn't want them to be oh, sad. I love that. I love that. He doesn't want us to be sad. Yes, right. this is heavy time and a hard time, but He doesn't want us to be sad. We, we have good reason to have joy and thankfulness and gladness and especially think about November all the things to be thankful for all the things to look forward to uh, so he doesn't want us to be sad yeah I think I've tried to get as much as I can into that time frame and then also look at it in in terms of our mm-hmm. time frame as well I think probably what discouraged them was they were wondering is is there is there any is there any turnaround yes. for us I mean we're just going so far into the darkness and what history shows and what the Bible shows is that God was able to take care of those people. And he, God also told them there's going to be a limit. He told them what was coming. Yeah. Just like he's told us what was coming. 
He told them there are going to be 70 hard years. You're going to be in captivity, but I'm going to bring you back. And he's told us, you know, occupy till I come. I'm coming back. That's right. And, 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 and instead of getting sad with all the things that are happening, let's hear the voice of God saying, I'm going to take care of you. Yes. You're mine. Yes. I'm going to take care of you. In fact, you see that at the end of the book of Malachi, at the end of the Old Testament, you know, the Bible said, then, then those who feared his name talked to each other. You're right. And God listened to them. Yes. And he made, he made up a list of those people who talked to each other. And clearly, I love, I love what Malachi says. They were encouraging each other, yes. even though they were few in number and they were on the outside looking in. They spoke to each other and the Lord listened to them. I think that's beautiful. Yes, yeah, so we can encourage one another and we can represent well by having joy and not being sad, even in difficult days. Yeah, I guess that's what we're doing here on Noah's right. Windows today, like that's Malachi, right. we're, we're, ta we're <laughs> talking right. to each other. Yes, I love that. <laughs> well, Mary Alice, would you pray for us today? Yes, let's pray. Father, we love you and we're so thankful that we can have your word that we can read and study for ourselves. And I pray that you would just bless each of our Noah's Window family, even today, Father, as they open your Bible and, and dig in and study and look for um, the truth of your word and your will and to know and understand you uh, better each and every day. I just pray that you bless them for that desire that they have in your heart. I know, Father, that you're going to honor that and grow them in their faith. I pray that you would provide for them whatever challenges they're going to face today, that you would just be present with them, draw them into your presence, ramp them up in your love. Father, we're just so thankful for your careful uh, watching over and your, uh, your faithful love that never fails. And we're going to thank you for that, Father, and ask all these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Allison. Thank you for joining us on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Yes. God bless. See you soon.